How's it going, Jets fans? My name is Alex with my co-host here, Ryan Moran. Today, we want to take a look at one underrated and one overrated player on this Jets team prior to training camp. Of course, things will be fluid and changing, um, but it's it's nice to see kind of who is guys that a lot of people are hyped about that might be a little bit overrated and the underrated piece who I think uh, Ryan and I both agree on. And honestly, Jets fans will know this, but other fans of other teams will have no idea about this guy, and they'll have no idea how talented he actually is. So before we dive into this interesting topic, Ryan, how do you do today, my friend? I'm doing well, Alex. Just when reviewing the roster, I think it's, in terms of an overrated player, it's pretty hard to come up with just because the Jets really don't get talked about a whole lot. I mean, obviously, they've missed the playoffs 11 years in a row, and I think while there's potential for guys to be elite, like Elijah Moore, Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, young players – I mean, just no one has necessarily proven in that regard yet. So the overrated player, there were a couple I came up with, but it was actually a bit of a challenge. And then uh, the underrated player, I mean, there were a couple, you know, that were in my mind. And, you know, I like the two that we ultimately came up with here. So first I want to discuss the most underrated player on this team. And personally, and I think you will agree with this, it's Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios has been such an impactful player for this Jet squad, whether it be on the offensive side or whether it be, um, as a special teams guy, he was an all pro special teams kick returner last year, had a touchdown, um, was really, really efficient in that category, had 431 receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns and had, uh, 40 uh, rushing yards and actually had two rushing touchdowns as well. So they've used him as an extension of the running game, but also just as a pretty solid receiver. He doesn't have the biggest hands, doesn't have the biggest arms, arm length, but he's a feisty little guy. He can play in the slot. Um, that's usually where you want him to be. You want him to kind of going in motion. And I think with modern offenses kind of developing and, and making more of a, a prominent impact on today's NFL, pre-snap motion is the most important thing to have. At, at, at Some might argue, right? Pre-snap motion gives you a lot of information, especially before the snap. Say Zach Wilson is um, under center and he wants to send Braxton Barrios across the line of scrimmage. He's going to find out a couple of things about the opposing defense. Are they in man coverage? Um, where is that linebacker playing? Can he shift those guys out of posi- position? Um, are the defensive linemen going to shift over because of that? Um, you know, maybe they think it's a running play. There's a lot of information you can gather um, as a quarterback from just basic pre-snap motion. And I think Braxton Berrios helps you a lot in that way. And also just on like jet sweeps, you can do a lot of different things um, with him coming across the line of scrimmage. Then you have Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson into the fold here, and they can do similar things. So, you know, Braxton Berrios, small guy, but has a big impact. You know, what, what is your impression of Braxton? You know, do you think he's the most underrated player? Do you have somebody else in mind? For sure. I mean, Braxton was up there. I had a couple others. I mean, most notably Tyler Conklin, Jacob Martin, the edge defender they signed, and Michael Carter the second. But no argument with Barrios. I think you've seen a guy who each year he's been with the Jets. Offensively, his role has expanded and his production has just gradually gone up. You look at the yards, you look at the catches, um, you just look at the big plays. And I think even just his hands have really improved. Like, I think in 2020, at times he had some issues just catching the ball with his body. And I think last year you saw him trust his hands more. Um, he's a guy who can win with speed, with quickness. Obviously, you spoke on the gadget ability and what he can do in the screen game, jet sweeps, orbit motioning, all that stuff. And he's dynamic after the catch. I think that's probably one of his most underrated attributes and why he's such a fit in this Michael Force scheme. And obviously, you spoke on the special teams value, which, of course, is just organically going to fly under the radar because of special teams. But you know, a guy who all three years has taken on either punt or kick return responsibilities for the Jets. And last year, obviously, earned that first team all pro honor. When you look at really, especially down the stretch, I mean, some of the big kick returns he was ripping off every week, even to start some games like the Eagle game early in the Jaguar game. Um, he led, obviously, the NFL in average kick return yards on a kick return. So, 
there was definitely a lot that, you know, he provides in that regard. And like I said, offensively, he's just shown improvement each, each year and he's still only 26 years old. So lots to feel good about with Barrios. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's interestingly, when you look at his uh, passing depth, a lot of his yards came from the 10 to 19 uh, yard range away from the line of scrimmage. So that would be considered the medium or intermediate depth. Um, I would think with Braxton Barrios, you're looking for more short behind the line of scrimmage, uh, you know, bubble screen passes type thing um, to get him in space. He only had 73 yards um, behind the line of scrimmage on 15 receptions, short yardage, zero to nine yards from the line of scrimmage, 21 receptions, um, 174 total yards. And he had 113 yards medium. And then, uh, he had 49 yards deep, 20 plus yards downfield. So you're not going to see him very often downfield. He had one drop the entire season, um, which is a pretty solid. I think he had, you know, uh, I don't know the exact amount of uh, total um, receptions he had. Let's see here. So he had 46 yeah, total yeah. receptions, one drop. Damn impressive. You know, like that's a 2.1% drop rate. For a guy with small hands um, and, and a, a very small wingspan, he does not drop the football very often. So, um, that's a pretty awesome thing for Braxton Barrios, especially as a sixth round pick from the New England Patriots in 2018. It's always nice to steal a good little piece from the Patriots, isn't it? And and just have him become a nice lethal part, whether it be on the offensive side or special teams. And his role is probably going to diminish a little bit on the offensive side with Garrett Wilson coming in here. He'll have a little bit more of a say in the slot as well. You know, I imagine that him and Elijah Moore will probably have 15% each um, in the slot, which, you know, that will cut into Braxton Barrios' snap count. Um, but I do think they're going to try and get him involved a lot because he is a very reliable player and spreading out that, that unit. Like we talked about the four receiver sets, spreading out the playmakers. Um, I would not be surprised to see Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, and then a Braxton Barrios and Corey Davis set, um, you know, pretty frequently. And you can do a lot with that. You know, if you're an opposing defense, there's just so much talent there to work with. Um, but yeah, like he, in my opinion, is probably the most underrated player. The most overrated player, however, is, Probably going to be Makai Becton, unfortunately. Makai Becton up to this point um, has really just disappointed, mainly because of the injuries. He's still a very talented player and has the potential to be an all-pro. He's 23 years old, six foot seven, 369 pounds, an absolute monster. Um, you know, rookie season looked pretty solid for the most part, had some good games um, as a pass blocker, good run blocker. You know, the expectation is that, in my opinion, at least, he's going to end up at that right tackle spot. Um, but you know, why do you think that Makai Bexton probably is the most overrated player right now? They're probably, you could probably throw a couple others into the mix, but they're just so young. I think based on just his, his experience so far, he just has a lot of, uh, a lot of hope and not a lot of production to show for it. For sure. I mean, obviously I spoke on the fact that Jets don't, haven't had too many proven elite players in previous years. And like his rookie year was very promising. Of course. I mean, he had moments of dominance and you spoke on the size combined with the athletic ability and it gives him just some rare, rare things that he's able to do. And he, he showcased that his rookie year, but I think you got to remember that last year, I mean, he only played in one half of the entire season. So, you know, really what you're going to get from him right now, I think along the offensive line is the biggest unknown. I think you feel great about George Fant, Lakin Tomlinson, Elijah Barrett, Tucker, Connor McGovern. I think a lot of this off, even the offense as a whole in general, I, I think Beckton is really the big X factor. And look, if he can get back to his rookie year form, I mean, he's got pro bowl talent, but at this point in time, it's just a significant unknown. I mean, it was a brand new coaching staff last year. I still don't think we fully know 100% what they think or how they feel about him. You know, we'll see if they get George Fan extended and really how fast Max Mitchell comes along. So there's definitely some incentive for Becton. And look, the talent is ultimately there. But for now, you just, you, there's no real guarantee exactly what he's going to be. 
Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, right? Played one game last year against Carolina, like 48 snaps um, in total, and then goes down, gets rolled up on, and misses the rest of the season. That sucks. Um, but at the end of the day, at least, at the very least, these injuries aren't like non-contact um, stuff that like, you know, towards whatever it might be. He got rolled up on, which just like happens to NFL players. Like, uh, you know, guys maybe like look at Nick Gates on the Giants. Um, guy falls on his leg and snaps it in half. You know what I mean? Like, this is just how the football goes. It's unfortunate, but at least at the very least, it wasn't a non-contact thing. It wasn't a ligament thing like that. It was more like he just was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And hopefully it's not like he's not injury prone. It was just a freak accident. Um, and that's like a reason to be optimistic, but I do still think that there's a lot left to prove. And that right tackle probably will be his best opportunity because that way Zach Wilson won't see him as a liability. And I don't, I don't think he will be a liability at right tackle simply because, um, that's uh, Zach Wilson's vision side. I mean, for for right off the bat, Mekhi Beckton is just a massive human being. So it's hard to get around him to begin with. You cannot bull rush him. You have to use speed around the edge. And if he gets back into shape and he shows off that quickness he showed at Louisville, he's going to be a really good player for this Jets team. And uh, honestly, uh, I think Font starts at left tackle just because of the reliability and the chemistry with uh, Zach Wilson immediately. But Mekhi Beckton could push him, um, especially if the Jets don't really extend him on a long-term deal. I think, you know, if, if Beckton looks good, they could end up switching them after a couple of weeks and just... Uh, and rolling into the future like that, because ultimately you want your left tackle to be um, the guy there. And you don't, you, you want him to be on the rookie contract and right tackle is a little bit easier to solve. Uh, but guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode talking about an underrated and overrated player for this Jets team. We'd love to hear your opinions on this. If you think that these make sense, or if you have other players in mind, um, appreciate all the love as always, make sure to like and subscribe and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Jets episode.